Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I am privileged to welcome not just a former colleague from ITC, but probably one of the senior most names from the corporate world, Sunil Alag. Sunil, welcome to the show. Thank you. Sunil is... Thank you, Sunil. Uh, Sunil is currently the Managing Director of SKA Advisors Private Limited. He's the former Managing Director of Britannia Industries. He's involved with Save the Tiger campaign. He sits on several boards of several institutions. Uh, he's a, a regular on every television channel. And he's a face I'm sure all of you have seen all the time. So Sunil, as a starter, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? You know, the first one I would say is when I got admission into IIM in Calcutta. Mm -hmm. Because I think at the end of the, you know, it was the first time that we sat for an exam which had multiple answers. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we always wrote out, you know. (laughs) Yes. And we were the origin. And I said, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. We were going around giving, you know, answers away. But the important thing was, I think I came 11th in the waiting list for IIM Calcutta. Okay. And, uh, that particular year, for some reason, maybe 10 people never turned up. So I got my admission into IIM Cal. Fabulous. But I ended up being sixth in class after two years. Amazing. Now, you know, to be 11th in the waiting list and becoming sixth in class after two years goes on to show that how much can you actually rely on just an interview, Correct. you know, or uh, just an exam. Hmm. And that was my first milestone was that and then of course i was perhaps the first student in iim calcutta who got a job at the end of the first year okay. ajit haksar you know i went for my summer job uh, at that time to itc and he said okay this is it now you come and join us hmm. and i said no because uh, i said look i want to finish my second year hmm. and then have that mba degree he said look at the end of the degree what would you want to which kind of company will you join Hmm. So I said something like yours or levers. And hmm. at that time, you know, Shell and all those were the companies that were there. So he said, I'm giving you the job now. What do hmm. you want to do the second year for? <laughs> okay. So I said, no, I said, the only reason was that, look, I might join ITC now, but then hmm. that will only be my experience as opposed to saying that I am my, I am Cal degree will stay with me for life. Correct. He appreciated it. Hmm. And he gave me a job offer there and then. So I was the only student at the end of the first year, perhaps in the history of IIM, Hmm. who had a job. Hmm. And I went through the second year, you know, just going through. So that perhaps was a milestone. And my Hmm. exposure to Ajit Haksar himself Hmm. was was amazing. He was then the deputy chairman and and Bone was the chairman of ITC, Hmm. if you remember. Hmm. And he went on to becoming the chairman. Correct. But uh, I would say the second milestone was... When I joined Britannia, you know, J.B. Singh left ITC mm-hmm. uh, and he was the head of marketing Correct. and he went in as a marketing director of Britannia and he mm-hmm. yanked me out and he said, no, you are going to come and be with me. Mm-hmm. And all my experience was in the field, but mm-hmm. he said, I'm not going to head office alone. Mm-hmm. You're coming as group product manager into Britannia. This mm-hmm. was in N74, I think it mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Britannia had just taken over from, I think, Paris in the south and Voltaz. You know, mm. they were the managing agency system who distributed Correct. products. Mm. And suddenly, group product manager, I thought I'll have some product managers below me, mm. but there was none. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, like you were a, called a GPM without any PM. So, you uh-huh. had only your secretary and yourself. 
and all the biscuit brands mm. had to be strategized and all the advertising had to be done right from the beginning because Incredible. there was mm. no such thing so whether there was a mari or a glucose mm. d or a mm. bourbon or any mm. all the products had to be you know done and so that in itself was a great exposure for mm. me mm. uh and i would call that the second milestone the third was of course the final one was in 2003 okay when wadia asked me to leave Uh, okay. Britannia mm. and I had spent 29 years in a little over 29 years in Britannia wow and Britannia itself was only 90 years huh? mm. so one third of Britannia's life and practically all my life was in Britannia amazing and uh, that perhaps shook me a bit when I left and we'll get on to how what are the lessons sure. I learned sure but the three milestones were if you ask me Fabulous. the entry into iim hmm. and then you know doing everything for britannia correct and then of course the last one was when suddenly close to retirement hmm. you had to go through a wadia episode hmm. in your life so you know let's talk now about ska advisors yeah what is the kind of work you are doing at uh, this advisory you know uh, when i set up the company in 2004 because hmm. i think it was 2003 when i left britannia and i didn't know what to do at that mm-hmm. age you know i said i'm not going to get another job and sunday i met a gentleman called mr pandit who was one of the senior partners of mckinsey okay whom i've known to date and i went and spent some time with him and i said what should i do mm-hmm. he said with all your experience you better set up a consulting because mm-hmm. a lot of companies will want people mm-hmm. like you to come and consult for them mm-hmm. i didn't even know what to charge mm-hmm. and i said look i i'm totally new to this what should i charge so he thought for some time and he said why don't you charge 5000 dollars a day and mm. at that time it worked out to 2 lakhs per day wow and i said really who will pay me that i mean mm. nobody is going to pay me that mm. he said you are ama- you will find it quite amazing just ask for 5000 dollars mm. a day otherwise you tell the guy you know look i'm not available mm. and price yourself at that level mm. so uh, i did ask for that amount mm. uh, because uh, based on what he told me and not only did i get that Mm-hmm. but the advisory companies that i got initially were things like warburg pinkus mm-hmm. got me in to advise them for one year wow and they paid me well above that they paid mm-hmm. me almost a, a crore or something like that for the mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. just for me to go out and look for companies and keep advising them on the fmcg wow. business wow. so uh, my advisory company when it started was just that and then mm-hmm. of course i said now i've got to work out a system for sk mm. advisors mm. Mm. which uh, I, it's quite unique for me because i said look we if you go to my site you will mm. see that we've said that look it's very easy to use the word insight mm. all over the place mm. for me hindsight plus foresight is equal to insight mm. and insight was something which was had to be unique to you i mean mm. like if for instance i was against finding out that look tea has had Uh, if you are talking about tea as a product mm-hmm. and you said no 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 this is had in the mornings and if you had uh, something in the afternoon or as a snack i said look all the big companies are doing the same research so they know all this mm-hmm. don't call it an insight correct insight will have to be something that you own and nobody else does absolutely mm-hmm. people started calling you know having tea in the morning and insight and it was a misuse of the word okay so what we used to do for companies was that we used to try and take the present and bring the future into the present mm-hmm. for them okay in their strategy which i still do mm-hmm. and once we've got the strategy with the top management which might mm-hmm. be the ceo or the board mm-hmm. then we get on to dealing with the i mean then we tell the board and everybody else to move out of the way and then mm-hmm. we become part of the team below 
okay where we hand hold them mm-hmm. and we strategize in executing what the company wants mm-hmm. you know and that's our thing has been the biggest thing has been hand holding because i found that ultimately at the end of the day whilst mckinsey and gang were always looked upon but the junior officers said hey, hey what do they know about being in the Correct. field Mm. but when people like me went and spoke they listened with a lot mm. of respect and i said mm. might as well use their advantage very nice so we actually hold that and we've continued with that i've advised glaxo smith klein mm. and biocon and everybody else and it's mm. worked out quite well for me at the end of course last year has been a bad year for yeah. all of us but yeah. i agree <laughs> because of covid so that's what we do so as someone you know who has built so many brands who's got such amazing knowledge of brands um before i come to your learnings i want to ask you what goes into building a successful fmcg brand see you know when you build one brand from scratch mm. it's very see either like britannia we already had a brand Correct. okay mm. but it meant something to various consumers and you built on that mm. but you know building a brand for me is building an experience mm. that becomes very important because a lot of people that i've learned is that look they tend to mistake Uh, a brand as a as an individual or a name mm-hmm. you know but it must last for centuries you've seen so many brands die correct in you know in about 10 years time or 20 years time a new brands come up the experience is to remain relevant a brand mm-hmm. must continue to remain relevant therefore correct. it has to continuously adapt you cannot mm-hmm. take a fixed position this is my brand mm-hmm. and that's it you mm-hmm. know so for me for instance if people ask me is sharukh khan a brand mm-hmm. i have said no Sharukh mm. Khan is not a brand. Mm. If uh, if you tell me Mahatma Gandhi is a brand, mm. I say no. Mm. What you non-violence is the brand. Okay. Mahatma Gandhi is a medium for mm. that brand. Mm. So therefore, I'm drawing a slight distinction, maybe Very unique to me yeah. or whatever. But mm. I don't treat individuals as brands because mm. they might go and they might die. Mm. You know, but a brand has to outlive the individual. Correct. So Correct. don't ever ever say that a brand. Of course. you can have a brand which just stays for some time and dies with you mm. uh but mm. do you like remain relevant to your this thing that's right. for me is a brand if you keep continuing relevance you keep continuing growing you can mm. keep continuing evolving mm. that would be the brand fantastic and again as you look back at your journey i mean you know from uh, as you said uh, group product manager or group brand manager doing multiple brands together to a situation today where everything is digitized yeah what are what is the digital world and you're still actively you know advising so many different brands how do brands cope with the change in the because the digital world you know i am tech challenged so i have not learned anything about how to do digitalization okay but the important thing is you got to leave that to specialists it's Absolutely. like me saying i know accounting no i don't Absolutely. i mean uh, it's it's leave it to the accountants leave it Correct. to the finance guys to do it Correct. but ultimately you have to ask yourself that whatever they are developing hmm. how do i connect that to the consumer correct and that becomes very important and that hmm. part i have a lot of people youngsters who come to me with various ideas today mm-hmm. and they say look why don't you advise us why don't you mentor us mm-hmm. and and they are all digitalized huh? they are all mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and they are all ai which Correct. i know nothing of but the Correct. first question i ask them is try and explain to me mm-hmm. a person who doesn't know anything as mm-hmm. to how are you going to be useful in what you are developing for me in my life very well said. and therefore the same thing you got to apply for consumers mm-hmm. that look we especially in india you have a lot of people in rural markets and everything else who don't 
necessarily understand the digital world. Correct. But use it now. That becomes a medium for you to become, you reach people. Hmm. Social media today reaches people. Hmm. That's all. So use your social media in reaching people, which hmm. earlier went from, let's say, from the press to television to Correct. word of mouth. Hmm. Now you've got another area, which is a medium to reach your consumers. Very interesting. That's the way I view the digital world. Very, very interesting. So let's now move to the second segment of our conversation, you know, you as a board member, you know, you sit on the board of several companies. Yeah. And yet, uh, being a non-executive director is now resulting in very serious fiduciary responsibilities. Yeah. What do you look for before you join a board? See, what you look for is especially because of the fiduciary responsibility. Earlier, you became a director and you had 20 boards, you know, because right. you were collecting money uh, mm -hmm. from everybody. Mm -hmm. So you became a professional independent director. Correct. What you have to switch today is to become a professional who becomes a director. Right. So, you know, there's a slight difference yeah, there. With you. So what you do is that, look, you don't get into day-to-day -day management of a company. That you have to leave to the chief executive and the team mm -hmm. there is. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you may as well be running the company yourself. Mm -hmm. Independent directors are supposed to add value to the team. Mm. Okay, so what I look for is how open are they to mm. suggestions given by independent directors. Mm. The second point that I know I, I want to work out is that, look, are they really a company with an image where you ensure that you are not going to expose yourself because you don't know what Correct. is happening inside a company. You don't yeah. do anything more. So mm. it's very important for me to ensure that, look, is it one man run? There are a lot of family concerns and mm. look, is he taking out money or not taking out money? That's something mm. you got to look for. Mm. And the second thing is, how open is the team to independence director suggestions? Mm. And for instance, I'm on the United Breweries board where mm. Heineken comes in. And mm. then I find that whatever we say on the board is taken by mm. the management and then they do something about it. Mm. So you have to be in that company where even if it's a family run company, that mm. is the top man open to suggestions. Mm. Mm. That becomes the most important. Okay. Second, of course, you buy the... And then who else is the director on the board? That's very mm. important. For Correct. Correct. Like, are they people that you can get along with? Because suddenly you join a board and, you know, you're the sore thumb in the system. Mm. Everybody hates you because you're asking too many questions. Correct. And then that's it. You know, right. so for me, to before I join a board today, whereas you can be an advisory board anytime, huh? mm. that has no fiduciary responsibility. Mm. Mm. So today, my, most of the times I say, no, 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 I don't want to join your board. Mm. I'll be on your advisory board and which has no fiduciary responsibility. Would you want me? Okay. And then most of the people are looking for that also. Very interesting. And oh, again, over the years, you know, you've sat on so many boards over so many years. How have you seen transparency change and evolve? In boardrooms see transparency has changed and evolved because of the thing like i mean even in united breweries it has changed mm -hmm. substantially since i joined the board mm -hmm. and with heineken coming in professionals coming in there's kiran mazumdar show on that mm -hmm. board there's mm -hmm. mother but there are a whole lot of us huh? mm -hmm. so uh, you have to start looking at the transparency because if they are not transparent mm -hmm. you have to ask the right questions because how do you protect yourself as an independent director is by asking the right questions. Mm. If you get a reply from the managing team, which is wrong, then you are then covered yourself up completely mm. because I asked. But if you don't ask any questions, mm. then there is no transparency at all. Okay. You must, with all your experience, say that, look, is this company going in the right direction? Mm. 
do you have to have a strategy meeting with the with the with the team even once a year mm. and in every board meeting you must insist that one member of the team say mm. the head of marketing says mm. it on one head of supplies mm. must expose himself to the board okay and that becomes very important because even though you're not involved in day to day management you're able mm. to assess mm. do they have a succession plan or not mm. i is the board able to add value that in case of a drop dead situation do you know the rest of the team or do you only know the ceo very fascinating that that becomes most important very fascinating so i'm now going to come to your britannia journey you know 29 years and you did say that you wanted you will share with us some of your learnings you know for someone who led britannia built it into such an amazing organization what were some of your key learnings as you left the company you know the biggest learning was and i wanted to share was that look i trusted everybody hmm and people became the most important for me in any organization correct more than what the company is doing more than the vision more than anything else if the people are not doing the right job in the right place then mm. so you had to i tried to make everybody more employable whether they mm. stayed with me or not mm. it was not you know that didn't really matter as much as of course you begged all the key members to stay with you there mm. was no question of that mm. but the rest you said look if you want to leave me you must leave me thinking that my god i really missed this company i really missed mm. the individuals there mm. and uh, i was trusting everybody and maybe that was an error on my part because i was really let down by the people you trusted most correct for instance i mean i got nasli wadia mm. britannia whether he mm. liked it mm. or not whether he admits it today or not i'm the one who went and told antoine ribu that he's a good guy mm. have him Mm. and the big mistake that i made was you know it was never going to happen to me and okay. i want to warn everybody mm. thinking that you know you're seeing him do various things to various people around you mm. but you tend to say he can't do it to me because mm. you know i'm the one who got it for him and yet correct that's a learning which is there and therefore always expect that people that the company is not everything in the company is not going to the, go the way you think it is mm. Very you know that's very important yeah. in life and that's perhaps the biggest but that hasn't changed me i still continue to trust people mm. i mean just because one or two people let you down that doesn't mean the rest of the people are bad correct but you know like i mean is it is like the government saying all industrialists are bad mm. no but one or two are bad mm. the others are doing a damn good job Absolutely. so similarly don't use the same brush but i've learned now you know that you continue to trust but don't have absolute trust in people very well said Great lesson, great lesson. So, Sri, I'm going to now move to some questions for you personally. Yeah. My first question is that you know, after such an amazing career, and you've given back so much to so many companies, as you look back, what has success meant to you? You know, uh, I go by what Einstein said hmm. a long time ago: hmm. is that you don't, uh, you never become a man of success, become hmm. a man of value. Okay. For me. success is if you have added value to your team mm. if you've added value to your company mm. even after failures or whatever mm. even from your failure has the team learned mm. has the management learned and therefore for me success is being of value to your family mm. to your company to everybody okay otherwise you've not achieved anything in life it's okay. not materialistic it's just mm. that have you been of value as mm. a human being to the rest of the team that would be success for me okay and a follow up question to the, uh, from that is who or what inspires you 
you know uh, it's very peculiar for me i'm not a very religious person and i don't go to all the temples and all mm. that but if you read the gita mm. i mean that's a true inspiration because it tells you in many way there's no such thing as black and white correct life is full of grays mm. and therefore the biggest inspiration for me has been my gita the mm. the teachings of gita mm. and of course my family my wife and my two daughters huh. they are your biggest they will support you regardless of what happens to you hmm. and yet tell you where you're going wrong okay okay <laughs> my next question to you is that if you sunil were a role model to millions of children who closely followed you and your life choices what is the one thing you would change in yourself you know the one thing that i would change in myself is perhaps my impetuousness and my i relied too much on gut feel hmm. more than on fact and research i i had a you know i was more emotional hmm. than actually practical in my life okay. and that's one thing that one needs to change and if i tell all the youngsters don't get carried away with just being a gut feel man hmm. see because in my case guts worked and i got successes correct but when i look back and say i could have been totally wrong hmm. you know so you had gut on your side but i that's not something that i would rely on too much and hmm. i wouldn't recommend that youngsters Hmm. uh get into into that particular area hmm. and remember one thing in life is that you know you can only fall if hmm. you stand up correct remember that you have to stand up hmm. and i have fallen so many times but every time that you fall i have got up because if you don't learn how to stand up you're never hmm. going to fall you'll always be lying on the ground all the correct. time you know correct which is a comfortable position hmm. but i would tell everybody learn to stand up perhaps you will not fall as often as i did mm. because i relied on on gut on people on whatever mm. <laughs> so that's something i would avoid fantastic that's fantastic my next question to you sunil is on failure and i've often said this i have a new book coming out on failure next month i've often said parents in india or south asia don't teach children it's okay to fail and that manifests itself so my question to you is what are some of your learnings from some of your mistakes you know every mistake that you make mm. it actually in a way i didn't plan it like that mm. because as long as your intent is right mm. go ahead and make failures okay but if your intent is wrong that i'm doing it for my own personal you know maybe my own personal wealth or mm. for me to get some award mm. then you're going about and if you fail there mm. then you are totally shattered but mm. if you have the right intent keep that in mind and that's mm. something where you will fail i failed in launch of products but mm. i've learned one thing is that if it's you're only as good as your last film for a lot mm. of actors mm. but i'm just saying that if you've had two successes you can have three failures after that and those two successes will carry you carry you through try your best not to have the first big failure mm. and no successes to back you okay. then you're a bad guy i mean okay. that you you've had it <laughs> but i have learned that if you have like for instance i got great success with tiger biscuits mm. Mm. and and that of course put me on the map of mm. of how to launch a biscuit but then again i relied a lot on gut feel mm. you will not believe it there was no research done on tiger biscuits okay at all zero mm. research mm. was what was done because i said you know there are certain things where you have to learn my wife is a doctor mm. so you have to learn how to be a gp Hmm. if everything is going to be x ray blood test kara lo ye kara lo hmm. then you don't need the doctor because yes. at the end of it they'll read it out for you <laughs> a gp is one who's able to gauge just by seeing you and saying okay try this medicine of course okay. 
if something serious happens after that then they they know where to take you hmm. so i i would say that look you have to my tiger biscuits if you want to learn about uh, you know where, where did i get that success i said which mother doesn't want to call her child a tiger hmm. which young kid doesn't want to be a tiger hmm. so why do we need to research a brand name where we are so sure of Mm. then i went in for a red pack if mm. you remember correct and i said that red was a color auspicious color in india mm. so we don't have to research that all the other packs in the market are white for biscuits red will stick out mm. and a lot of my team fought me saying sir red will look like life boy mm. soap mm. and all in mm. that i said no it won't and we went ahead and did tiger and then they said you can't register tiger a mm. lot of obstacles came in the way mm. so but my biggest failure was when i launched a product called chai biscuit Okay I remember that very clearly and I thought I was doing a great job because people were talking about chai biscuit so mm. you had a mari kind of biscuit mm. which was called chai biscuit mm. and I copied the four films for I think it was Honda which got four different directors mm. all over the world to do it mm. so I got four different directors of the four famous directors okay. to shoot four films for mm. for this Mm-hmm. and uh, we launched and all the distributors said it was a great product they mm-hmm. ate it and we researched it and yet the product bombed mm-hmm. what did i learn was that we went back and i said how did this bomb let's find out because what was done in the research i said bring the packs which were researched mm-hmm. and nobody in the marketing team had kept any pack okay nobody in the technical team had kept any pack mm-hmm. so the first thing i learned from that failure was mm-hmm. that look on a small scale a biscuit might turn out to be x mm. and all salesmen who are not involved in it must taste the product before mm. it goes into the market mm. and perhaps we may have avoided that failure mm. but we always kept six packs which was researched and r&d kept six packs of what was made mm. and then from then on so every failure of mine was to was to learn something mm. and that was a very big failure because we spent a lot of money on advertising a lot of money and everything hmm. but i had enough successes to carry me through that failure fabulous and my last question to you sunil and this is for the yeah. thousands of young people who will listen to you uh, and your words of wisdom what would your advice be to a young individual who's starting off on their journey in the corporate world you know uh where do i where do i start there's only one word i would say have testicular fortitude Okay. And I'm using the word testicular fortitude in a manner where if you are young, if you don't have it, you you will never get it. Mm. Okay, and have disruptive optimism. Okay, you know a lot of people say I'm optimistic, but your optimism must be disruptive. Don't just mm. be an ordinary optimistic guy, mm. and be prepared that when I fall, I have the capacity to get up, and I will tr- learn from all the failures. So, mm. for me, have testicular fortitude. have disruptive optimism and then just go for it because half the time the world has got a large number of ideas mm-hmm. great ideas all over mm-hmm. what is lacking is the will to execute and the will to weather the storm should you be going wrong wonderful sunil thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you it's so wonderful to reconnect with you i wish you lots of success with everything that you are doing thank you learn to be old like me you know keep doing always wake up in the morning and on a monday and hate it if you say i have nothing to do very i want to die before a monday arrives and i say i have nothing to do on this monday and i don't know what i'm going to do that's fabulous. what i feel you know fabulous fabulous thank you again
Okay. Great. Wonderful. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.